Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another edition of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dwayne Bryant, bringing you another insightful topic. So today, I want to briefly discuss uh, something that's near and dear to my heart. You know, my my research interest and my whole entire dissertation is surrounding social media and the use of it. And I want to kind of take a different perspective outside of my research, but to engage a larger discussion about social media being a safe place. Now, I, I realized a trend over the last couple of years. We have uh, many people turning to social media to what some may call venting or even using social media for social support or to engage in higher level thinking about social topics that really affect the black community and communities of color alike. So I posed the question today, is social media a safe place? Um, I'm noticing, I want to give an experience. So I work in a predominantly white um, company or institution, whatever you may want to call it, it's, it's predominantly white. And I'm noticing that, you know, the more and more, I, I come from an HBCU background, and I'm noticing that the more and more I I engage in predominantly white spaces, I'm having more interaction with white people, but also I'm having more interaction with negative people. And I like to differentiate the two because I don't want to speak on race so much to the point where I'm demonizing all white people or I'm saying that all white people are, are mean, negative, and just nasty. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm noticing that with social trends and the things that people post on social media, I'm beginning to have similar experiences. So when I go into the workplace, um, even on my way to work, I had a, I'm had going to share an incident, uh, incident where I was on the metro in the D.C. metropolitan area. The metro is a very useful means of transportation coming into the city because parking is crazy. But on the metro, I'm standing on the metro. I have my phone out, headphones in. You know, I'm trying to be in my own world, but attentive to what's going on around me. So those who are in the DMV area know that the metro can be crowded at times. And me being a black man, a conscious black man, I realize my stature and just me in general uh, may not be received as pleasantly <laughs> to some people. So I make sure I have spacing. I make sure I'm in a, I govern myself accordingly. I make sure I know where my hands are. And it's, it's even, this is an, an aside, but it's even troubling that I have to go through the Rolodex of making sure that I have everything intact so that in, in the measure of, in, in, excuse me, in the means of prevention, I have to go through that Rolodex. But that's an aside. I, I'm aware of everything as far as my physical being. I, I know where I should stand, where I should have my hands, and so forth and so on. So, this one day, um, this lady was on the metro beside me. It's a white lady. She's younger, younger white lady. I can tell she was in her later 20s, probably a young professional like myself. And she stood up. I stood up. I saw her out of the corner of my right eye. She was to my right. And I, I'm, I've been standing there the entire time by the rail. So our stop is coming up. Mind you, she stands up. No, mind you that the metro is packed. Like it's packed out. And she stands up and gets her position. And I, I'm seeing her, but I'm still on my phone. Uh, she kind of steps in front of me to in my space. 
mind you, it's crowded, so I'm not, you know, I'm not upset about it. But I do realize boundaries. When you, I was taught growing up, when you step in someone's space, you step on the shoe, you bump them, you say excuse me, because things could escalate. But not only did she step in my space, she nudged me and gave me like a little shoulder, a little shoulder jab, <laughs> and looked over her shoulder and like looked back. Now, where I'm from, this is like, this will be considered aggressive behavior. Someone does this to you, it, it really shows a lack of respect, a lack of uh, care to your person, or even to respect for your boundaries in general. But the fact that she did this, and I said, excuse me, you can say excuse me, it's a word. She kept looking forward, did not say anything, did not say anything. So this experience was very interesting to me because... You know, I I've, I follow social media. I follow a lot of profiles on social media, whether that be Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And I read about black people having these experiences, and they share sharing these experiences online. And by me reading tweets and posts about certain accounts like this, it really helped me f- come up with a response. It really helped me, you know, deal with that in the moment. Because had I not had been reading things on social media before about things that happen like this, I probably would have acted more aggressively. And these subtle things that people have, have been doing to black men or black people for years and then when higher authorities uh, is brought to higher authorities' attention, it they de-escalate and we get the, the, I guess the brunt of the, the, the disciplinary action that comes with that. So, to finish the story, she bumps me I say, you can say, excuse me, it is a word. And I really didn't think anything of it. I did feel violated because as a man and, you know, a woman being aggressive with you, it's only but so much you can do. And and it's this fine line we as men tread, tread between, you know, this feeling of, of I don't say helplessness, but what can you do? It's like you feel stuck at sometimes when you, at some moments when you are violated by women. And this is a white woman. And I'm, mind you, I'm, I'm, my mind frame, I'm going to a predominantly white workplace, workspace where, you know, I have to, you know, engage all types of people. So I get off the metro, don't think nothing of it, right? Come to find out, we're walking to work. I don't know if she thought I was following her or if she thought that, you know, I was still upset about what happened on the train. You know, after it happened, I said what I said. She ignored me. I was pretty much done with it. But as I moved um, throughout the train, got off the station, and was walking to work like a block away, I noticed that we worked in the same building. Mm. She began looking over her shoulder, looking over her shoulder. And I'm noticing this. Mind you, I still have my headphones in, still have my phone out, listening to music. Um, So we get to the door. She opens the door to work holds the door and looks back and she still sees me and she has this puzzled look on her face like puzzled look it was almost as if she didn't understand why I was following her but she saw my badge then when she saw my badge it it connected to her like oh he works here so she quietly turned around kept walking scanned her badge in scanned my badge in got on the same exact elevator 
And this is the the problem that I have. Like we we get on the elevator, someone else gets on, they speak, she speaks, and I speak, and then it's a smile. It's a, oh hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? That was fake to me. And in this moment, I realized the things that we as black people are posting on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram about the, the racial tension and also just the working while black, like working while black is or just being black in America and having to navigate so many different spaces and just understanding your presence and the treatment of you and how sometimes regardless of where you're at, people have a negative connotation about you and they don't even know you. They don't even know you. This woman didn't know me at all. And like, I know some of you listening may say, but what is a nudge? What is a nudge? Reverse the shoes around and put the shoe on her foot. If I would have nudged her or even did anything that showed of lack of respect, Oh my God, I would have been nailed to the cross. <laughs> no pun intended. Just, oh my God. A man disrespected a woman's space in 2018. A man phys- basically physically assaulting, because by definition, it is. You don't supposed to, you know, as a person, you're not supposed to, you know, hit or engage in physical um, activity with another person with intent to harm. And I'm not saying she intended to harm you, but you never know what could have happened. And it's just interesting to me that the first thought that I had, how can I put these words together to share with my Facebook, my Twitter, my social media followers about what just happened to me? And it was interesting that I I, I didn't even know how to communicate it as a man because in most cases, I am reading posts from women, and I I champion black women for being a voice because they really shed light on the things that we go through in America in general, but specifically the workplace. And it really just gave me strength to just not overreact. A lot of times, we as black people, specifically black men, we escalate situations and we deal with them in an, in an aggressive manner that really isn't uh, helpful to us. We normally get, you know, locked up or we get uh, maybe get fired from a job all because of how we react. And your reaction is key. So I'm learning that. Now, my second, my second incident was uh, interesting. It it was another white woman. I was coming. I had already went to work. I came out. I went to the deli around the corner to get some breakfast and. It's a very popular spot. A lot of people who work in my building go there. So I'm going out, get to the deli, place my order. I stand to the side. Again, have my phone out, but I'm very aware of what's going on around me. This white lady, she comes, orders her food, and stands to the side. Now the trash can was to my left. I saw her walking towards me. I assumed that she was going to the bathroom. So I step to my right. Oh, get out of your way. I go back to reading things on my phone. A few seconds later, I feel something like pressure on my left side. And it was like a nudge. <laughs> a nudge. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I know this. And I see her pass. I'm like, I know she didn't just push me. So again, I say, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I was ignored. 
And again, like, this is another situation where on social media I'm seeing how people speak about white individuals having no regard for the boundaries, but also respect for black people in workplace, in the workplace. So in this case, you know, I, I was really upset about this because this, this wasn't like the train. On the train, you can say, oh, well, the train was stopping. She bumped you, ooh, ooh, whatever. But this case, I actually saw her hand push my shoulder out of the way and her lips did not part to say, excuse me. And it costs you nothing to say, excuse me. It costs you nothing to be respectful for another person. And again, immediately, and I was ignored by her, didn't say anything, I didn't get aggressive, but it stuck with me. It stuck with me because I'm in a profession where it's largely Caucasian, but also largely Caucasian women. And me being an early career professional, I, I, I want to learn how to deal with this. And I'm not, I don't, it is not acceptable for anyone to put their hands on another person, but it's also not acceptable for, for me to allow someone to get me out of my character. So again, in this situation, I, I opened my, my Facebook app and I began to type, but I didn't really have the language to, to articulate what just happened. Cause this is not the first, this was the second time this had happened. And I'm like, well, what is it that gives these people the freedom to, to treat others like this, or even to do what gave, gave her the heart to do that to me and feel as if she didn't have to say, excuse me. So again, I go to, I go to social media. Like I said, I open my Facebook app and I begin to type, but even in typing, it's like, I didn't have the words. I would type a sentence and delete it. I would type a word and delete it. And I was thinking like, how do I start off? Like, how do, what do I say? Or how do I even tell my followers that I was just violated by a, a white woman? And even if I did have the words, is it, is, is me communicating this to my followers, uh, fueling this racial tension that's going on in America? Or is the social climate that bad where things like this happen often? Because for a while, for many years, I come, like I said earlier in the podcast, I come from an HBCU background and our interaction with other cultures, well, specifically white culture, is uh, limited in some cases. And I guess you've got to control for uh, profession and just proximity, location and everything like that. But, you know, culturally sound, we, we, we come from, if you're from an HBCU background, you're very cultured and people of color. You, you're taught to advocate for people of color. So even in my experiences that I just shared with you all, um, I wonder how often does that happen to other people of color? How often does that happen to other men of color? And how is it that we can continue to use social media as a safe space to share our experiences, but also to advocate for Equality, or I, I can't even say equality because this is an t- entirely different podcast. I don't necessarily believe in equality, but fairness. Like the fairness of being able to walk around, do your job, and just be who you are and not be judged, not be physically harmed, and not have to experience some of the, the continued discrimination that people of color have had to deal with for years. And it's just troubling to me. You know, um, 
I, I read some hashtags, you know, called white rage or uh, something that's trending right now, uh, living while black. It, and this is a real thing. I think we it, it kind of come becomes taboo when you say things over and over again, or you have just uh, certain experiences where it, it's just oversaturated on social media. People tend to normalize these experiences and behaviors of other cultures, but we cannot continue to allow these things to happen. And I think because of social media, we, we are, as a culture, are becoming more aware of what's going on in society and how to respond, how to govern yourself, and just overall having tough skin and not letting certain, not being baited into certain situations that could change your life for the worse. So... That's my take on it. Uh, I definitely think this is a, a a topic that I want people to engage in. I want people who have had these experiences to, you know, chime in, leave some messages under my comments, even send me some emails at me, you know. And uh, oh, you can oh yeah, on Twitter you can at me at major says underscore m a j o r s a y s underscore. And that's on Twitter. You can just at me. Um, and on Instagram, it's Major Says. Major Says without the underscores. It's Major Says. And just leave some comments. Let me know what you think about this. And yeah, just, just let me know what you think about this. Um, even share some of your experiences. I think that uh, having a conversation is more important than not. And we also must continue to use this social media platform. We have a voice. Use it and be heard. But until next time, peace and blessings. And y'all stay blessed. Blessed. <laughs> y'all stay blessed. <laughs> peace and blessings.